Hi guys, and welcome back to the Hour of Conversation. Okay, so today's topic uh, slash discussing is going to be around the word sustainable. So sustainability, everything to do with that. Um, And this is kind of something that obviously would have happened anyway because of the nature of this podcast and my industry and what I do. Um, But it got triggered yesterday. I want to say it was yesterday, someday this week. You know, the days kind of merged together. Um, because I was on Instagram, as you do, scrolling through, and I came across um, a local brand, and they were promoting sustainable fashion. So I get very excited um, when I see a local Bermuda brand promoting anything sustainability, uh, because it's not something that's talked about a lot. However, it's very much a trend or becoming a trend in society, which I love and also hate at the same time. Because the word is used very loosely. And I wanted to talk about, and I think this is one of the main focuses that I'm trying to get across when it comes to the brand of my business choice error. Because the word is used so loosely now, um, it's kind of hard to know what's what. Um, we call it greenwashing. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what greenwashing is. Um, better yet, I'll try and pull up a definition. But in the meantime, um, you know, it's just one of those things I got excited and I'm like, oh, you know, is this actually what they say that they're doing and you know is it you know how because I I love that people say something is sustainable but when I use that word I want a definition behind it I want the not necessarily the justification but the process as to what you were thinking when you were like okay this is sustainable fashion so I went poking through the Instagram and you know as as always I couldn't find anything um and I don't think that they had a website at least it wasn't linked in their Instagram I don't think that they had a Facebook page. Um, So it's one of those things that is, you know, like I I went to search for the evidence and then it wasn't provided. So it's like you use this hashtag and say that this is uh, sustainable fashion and the clothes were wonderful. But I just want to know how this fashion is sustainable, if if that makes sense. So um, definition of greenwashing, because I mean, why not, right? (laughs) Um, an expression of environmentalist concerns, especially as it as a cover for product, politics, or activities. So, not really the best definition um, that I would come up with, but it's basically calling something red when it's the color yellow. Is the best way I would describe it in layman's terms. Um, you know, it's putting a, a leaf on a product and saying, you know, this is a eco-friendly or or, or sustainable products um and it's 100% not or you know you have different types of greenwashing and the thing is so um I have a section sorry a little detail I have a section on my website that uh gives recommendations and about I don't know different environmental or social stuff it's or cultural stuff it's not just about the environment so at the minute um I have uh, a book a video and I think a product that's on there that I recommend that you know um people that visit my site try out or read or you know have a look at so what I'll do is I'll put the video that I found that has the perfect example of what greenwashing is um explain that I'll put it in for next month 
and um i'll make reference to it uh in, in another episode of the podcast so um yeah and i'll have a, a different episode that talks about how you know each of those products books or video is why i put it up there and stuff like that but anyway back to the actual topic and i'm sorry for the confusion <laughs> in this conversation this morning um because it is morning for me <laughs> So anyway, I want to talk about sustainability. So before we get into the nitty gritty and, you know, continue with the greenwashing conversation, um, I want to get into what the definition of sustainable is, like the word sustainable. So if you Google what does sustainability mean or what does sustainable mean, because that's the word that we're talking about, um, Google comes up and they give you the Oxford definition and it says able to maintain at a certain rate or level. Another definition in terms of education is able to upheld, um, able to be upheld, sorry, or defended, which makes perfect sense. So if you want to get into it a little bit deeper, um, you know, this is what dictionaries are for. Cambridge Dictionary, they give you two different definitions, one similar to, um, you know, the definition of the word sustainable, which is what we just discussed. And the next one in regards to the environment. So this is this is key. So the definition in regard to the environment that the Cambridge Dictionary gives you is causing or made in a way that causes little or no damage to the environment and therefore able to be able to continue for a long time. So in terms of sustainable and people throw in the word around, that's what you need to look for. So at my brand, Choice Arrow, we view sustainability, and I'm pretty sure we say this as just balance, which is exactly what the word sustainable means. In terms of the environment, yes, I agree with that definition, um, you know, causing or being made in a way that causes little or no damage to the environment and therefore able to be continued for a long time. That says balance, you know, that's basically just a long way of saying something that is balanced and um, not causing damage. Okay, cool. But if you look at the word sustainable from the first definition, that covers everything. In my head, at least. I'm not sure. Um, you know, this is why we have these talks so we can have these conversations. Because, you know, that seems to cover it all for me. Able to be maintained at a certain rate or level. Bam. Balance. You know, that's exactly what it is. And this, which is why my podcast is what it's about, is in terms of the environment because that's what I do and that's what I want to focus on. However, I am also human and society is messed up. So it focuses, that word sustainable and that definition focuses on society as well. Just balance within yourself, you know? Because, I mean, we had this conversation prior in the last two episodes. It comes up often for me because it's something that I'm very passionate about. But being balanced within yourself makes you care about everything else around you. It really helps. It does because you're secure enough and you know what needs to happen for you to, you know, um, shift your gaze a little bit to somebody else or uh, some other topic that you're interested in. So anyway, bam. So that's what promoted this. You know, I came across this thing and this person was like, oh, this is sustainable fashion. So when I'm looking at something that says sustainable fashion, I'm looking for what trade-offs they promote, um, what materials they're using you know how they get their materials and I think people tend to forget and I had this conversation with my mom yesterday um and I think a lot of the stuff that I say she's actually starting to tune into because she's like oh I keep coming across this this and this and I thought about what you said but it's the fact that um a lot of people don't think about the everything around this whole green movement and environmentally friendly industry because they say, oh, yeah, I switch from doing that to that. But they don't think about the long run 
one uh, or what is involved in that switch that they just made in order to make it sustainable, if that makes sense. So I'll give you an example. Um, if, you know, the people that say switch from, well, I'm not really going to get into the vegan dairy, I mean, vegan meat conversation. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> so I'll give you a different example, though that was the first one that came into my head, but that's a whole nother episode, so I'm not going to do that. Um, so I'll give you a different example. If you say, uh, so I'm switching from plastic straws uh, to a metal straw or a different type of material that I can wash and reuse. Okay, cool. Bang. Um, but you need to think about what's happening. So in most times, and I cannot remember what the industry term for this is called, um, but it's just looking at the trade-off to say, okay, I made the switch, but sometimes it's better to have kept the plastic than to switch to the metal. In terms of the plastic being, I don't want to say more accessible, and I would love to actually pull up a case study so I'm not just going off the top of my head because I know how to explain it without explaining it. Um, which is never helpful for me because it doesn't translate to other people. <laughs> um, so in, if you think about it, this metal, okay, so you switch from a plastic straw to a metal straw. Uh, so the company that produces this, this metal, what admissions are they using to get this metal? Where is this raw material to create this metal, um, to melt it on and form it into a straw being sourced from um you know how is it getting to where you are which I'll, I'll get to in a second because it's a specific reason i've brought that up how does it get to where you are uh you know what's the, the pay like for these people that work in this factory or you know endorse the straw how did it what's the the what's it call it the chain dis- distribution chain sorry words um that involved in, in making this metal straw altogether Versus having the plastic store where, you know, the company actually does care about what emissions they produce and how they get this material. It is plastic. Granted, we know the issue with plastic. I'm not going to get into it. Um, However, the situation may be better. Maybe it's done locally, so it doesn't take a whole lot of CO2 emissions to get to you, you know. Maybe it's they have the employees of this factory have fair wages. You know, um, the raw material, like I said, is being produced locally and with low impact, which, you know, never the case of plastic, but hey, um, just those type of trade-offs, you know, so it's easy to say, I'm going to switch from this to this, but what does that involve? You know, you might create a more, um, you might create more impact environmentally by switching because it's coming from something that's crazy. A lot of people use plant materials now, but is that plant material sustainable the people that are farming that plant material is that okay what are the pesticides that they're putting into the ground to produce that plant material like you know it's a lot more to it than just the surface level i think that's what i'm trying to get at and what i try to get people to understand it's easy to say switch but you have to be realistic about it one and two you have to look at what the underlying meaning is not just the surface level so you say oh yeah that's bad for the environment i'm going to switch to this plant product but why and what does that look like? You know, is is that possible for the majority of society or is it something that only a certain percent of society is going to need to do or want to do because of whatever it involves and, you know, what impact it puts on their daily lives to go out of the way to switch to this? Just something to think about. So um, fast conversation. Sorry, I know I, I talk a bit fast when I get in the, the moment and the thought processing. Um, but if we go back to the word sustainable, um, I wanted to also talk about the fact of what I brought up, how it gets to you. 
So I live in Bermuda. Um, to give context, Bermuda is in the middle of the Atlantic, North Atlantic. We are about two hours flight away, two and a half hour, two hours flight away from New York. So um, up in that area, we are not Caribbean. Um, literally, we're just in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, North Atlantic, <laughs> and uh, off the East Coast of the United States. So um, that's where we reside. So we are an island, which means everything has to be imported. Um, we are an island that does not produce, as far as I know, <laughs> any raw materials to have stuff created on island ourselves. Uh, so that means that most of the stuff that we do produce locally in terms of local entrepreneurs and creatives, um, designers, we have to get our stuff imported. Uh, obviously, we have, well, not obviously, sorry. We do have a few farmers that do produce local goods um, and and meat-wise as well. However, that's something that, you know, it's not able to sustain the entire island because, um, the small farmers, so they do get some of the stuff imported as well. So with that being said, um, sorry, also contacts, we have a population of about 63, 60 something thousand people. Um, you know, I'm, I don't know, people keep leaving and coming back, so you're never sure. But anyway, so that's, that's a rough idea of what the island is about. Um, I think I said it already, but I'll repeat it 20 to about 21 square miles long. So not very big. Um, but still enough where a lot of these environmental and sustainable schemes can be tested here because we have that control and that small community where we can kind of keep track of what's happening within that, um, you know, pilot or whatever we, um, situation, which is not something that's happening here. Uh, a little bit frustrating, but we'll get into that as well <laughs> in another episode. Um, so anyway, so everything has to be imported. Like I said, we don't, um, produce or export any raw materials. Um, I'll look into it, but as far as I know, we don't, the other problem is, is that I wouldn't know because they don't teach it to us in school. A little different conversation, but anyway, <laughs> a lot of stuff coming up in this conversation today. So point, like I said, is that we have to import everything, which means that we have a lot of trade-offs to think about in terms of people on this island that um, talk about sustainable um, actions and, you know, environmentally friendly decisions that we make and products that we bring. So in terms of that, when I go to look at a product that I would want to sell through my brand um, that I want to offer, you know, I can't label anything as 100% sustainable because I don't really think that that's a label that should be given. One, because sustainability and sustainable just means balance. So if we go back to our environmental definition, um, you know, causing or made to cause little to no damage to the environment um, and, you know, being able to sustain or continue prolong, maintain for a long time, all of those words. Um, you know, I look for a product that does that, but I wouldn't label it as a hundred percent sustainable because all of our stuff has to be imported. So that comes with a carbon footprint of itself. That's something that you have to consider. So nothing that we do here, unfortunately can be that um, I'm looking for a way to try and start producing some stuff here. However, it's very difficult because, like I said, we are an island, you know, a very small island um, that literally doesn't do anything for itself. <laughs> um, 
I know we produce alcohol here and, and stuff like that. However, I'm pretty sure most of those materials are imported as well. Um, so something I, I will start looking into a little bit more in depth. So it makes it a little bit difficult, but uh, when I am looking for products, as I say it, you know, I wouldn't label it as 100% sustainable. However, I will give you the trade-offs behind it. And I do look deeper than the surface level. So a lot of what I listed about, um, you know, the working conditions of their employees, where their um, products are, and the raw materials as well. That's the most important uh, source from how they're sourced. Does the company itself look at these different environmental impacts and how they can uh, decrease the impact or, you know, make anything better? Because you can always do better. You know, the, the sky is definitely not the limit. Um. So when I see, as I said before, somebody use the word sustainable, I want to challenge people to start asking why, not just, oh, that, you know, says sustainable fashion or whatever. Like, how is that sustainable? Did they get it from a company that um, sources or promotes, you know, sustainable fashion? Because you can do that now. They have bulk manufacturers that focus on environmentally friendly products. Um, but when I pick through their vendors that they offer on their bulk, either by the website or um, I think people still do pamphlets and catalogs or whichever, you know, I look at each individual brand and make sure to check the greenwashing um, because a lot of people like to say, oh, this is environmentally friendly because it's cotton and da 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 Okay, but how is it sourced? What I love to see is initiatives attached to companies that promote um, environmentally friendly products or especially sustainable fashion where some trade-off that they've made um, goes back into something else. So when you see a company that says, oh, we promote sustainable fashion in our swimwear and we get our materials to create our our swimwear or whatever products from... Uh, the plastic in the ocean or the, the fishing nets. I saw one like that and I was like, oh, that's completely amazing. Like, you know, and there's a scheme attached to it. So, you know, you can send the bathing suits or the swimwear, whatever, back uh, to that company and they do the process all over again. Or, you know, the money that you give and pay for that product that they've gotten that material from goes to a charity or initiative to clean up the ocean. Like, you know, stuff like that, not just this is sustainable fashion because our product is made from da 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 and then that's it, you know? I like to see a little bit more attached to it to make sure that they're really doing something um, because where I'm at right now and I think where a lot of people are is that we know what the environmental issues are. We know all about the ocean plastic. We know it all. You know, we've got a quite a, a good understanding now, thankfully, um, through the research in the years of what's going on. But now I want to see solutions. I don't want people to keep saying, this is the problem, this is the problem. You know, we do this and that's horrible and that's bad. Like, give me solutions. We already know that. I'm, you know, it, we're at the point now where the doom and gloom is not going to do anything for anybody. Uh, we need to start seeing actions. We need to start listening to the youth that are just coming out of school and learning about this stuff and um you know being hands-on with their young brains <laughs> especially the young engineers and stuff you know we can start making a difference and I see it a lot um thankfully because of the way that my Instagram algorithm is <laughs> um you know I try and keep out as much negative stuff as possible so I'm seeing a lot of innovations going on and um it's not being picked up by the important people that can make a difference or the countries that in a place where they can start implementing certain stuff so yeah 
So anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today in terms of sustainable, the word, and sustainability. So as I said before, I challenge you to ask questions when you see that word sustainable being promoted. Um, look deeper than the surface level if these vendors or companies have the answer to those questions about, you know, um, how employees are being treated, where the raw materials are being sourced and everything else that you can dig up because there are more questions that can be asked. So I would implore you to ask those questions um, and not just take them for that word and say, okay, this product is sustainable. You know, and then within yourselves and your lives, look at where the balance is, because I also um, wanted to make reference before we before we wrap up the last little section. Um, I want to start practicing what I preach. So at the moment, my life is very chaotic. <laughs> my life is not sustainable. Um, however, I am working towards that life and I'm working towards that dream. I have a difficult situation, which is good financially for me. <laughs> However, in terms of the way I want to live my life and socially, um, home design also, I live with my mom still, like my family house. So um, in Bermuda, most people tend to have family houses. Um, you know, it's sectioned off of different flats, apartments. <laughs> um, so I have a main house upstairs. Uh, my house in the middle and down the bottom, I have a, a different apartment section for other family members. And I live in the, in the middle with my mom and um, my stepdad who has recently passed. So now it's just us two um, again, which hasn't been like this since like I was before high school. But anyway, that's a, another episode. <laughs> um that's all I've been saying. That's another episode. But anyway, so it's a bit difficult when it comes to home arrangement is what I'm trying to get at. So I'm trying to live the sustainable life. However, this space isn't just mine. So it makes it a little bit difficult. Um, you know, I'm dealing with older people who are not really from my generation and basically asking them to change their whole lifestyle, which didn't go over very well. So I try to implement small changes. Um, I can also do a talk about this, but you tend to realize that different cultures and um, countries actually, and even ethnicities, you know, you can break it down to that level as well. But anyway, we already make sustainable changes that we don't know we've made. And it's basically just in terms of cost effectiveness and um, getting more for your money. So there's a lot of stuff in my house that we do that's already sustainable, which is nice. However, you know, it's stuff that I would like to do more of. But it makes it difficult. So now that it's just me and my mom, you know, um, we are kind of purging a good bit of stuff to kind of do the healing process, which has been a lot. So it's not been a quick process. It won't be a quick process. Um, however, in terms of this process, I am trying to implement more green stuff in our house in terms of our impact. So, um, I mean, I, I think I'll do my next episode on this, basically, but I'm trying to change our waste habits and our food habits um, so that we're sustainable when it comes to the food we give out and the waste that we produce. Um, so, sorry, the food we give in or intake and then the waste that we output. So, anyway, so I am trying to practice what I preach. I did have this conversation with her yesterday and I'm saying, you know, I would like to start putting a lot of this stuff in practice um, and well, a lot of stuff from theory in practice so I can better inform you guys as to how it works out in practice and realistically in life. You know, we all have busy schedules, so it's very difficult um, to do certain stuff. And I'm trying to redo my whole room and purge my wardrobe and all of those different things. So we'll get into that. So that's just me saying that, you know, I am trying to put into play a lot of the stuff that I talk about 
um, it's not the easiest and I am aware of that, which is why I feel like it's, it's important to have this conversation about the realisticness of how, um, people can be environmentally friendly with a family and with different personalities and people that aren't in the same, um, mind frame as you and don't really necessarily care about those different things. So anyway, um, that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed that and it kind of sparked a few brainwaves or thought processes. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that's it. Uh, I will try and do something on my Instagram to talk about the uh, recommendation section on my website. And yeah, that's all for now. Thank you guys for joining the conversation and I will talk to you soon. Bye.